so we had uh, some different looks at the S11, specifically the Plus. And there was stuff floating around. It was causing controversy in the tech community. Basically, the giant camera cutout, it had a weird... It had a weird setup for the lenses inside of the enormous rectangle. Uh-huh. And they were kind of all over like the place. Scattered. Yeah, they were scattered. And, and and people were saying, could they really be this bold? Or is that just an early prototype and is not the intention at all? Yeah. Well, we have a, a new report here from about six hours ago suggesting that it was all just part of the prototype, that it was all just temporary, that that we shouldn't have gotten so carried away. In the tech community. And instead, they were going to figure out how to lay it out in a more pleasing fashion. So now you have the updated version via OnLeaks. Of course, still a render, but showcasing... Uh, would you consider that to be a more pleasing layout, Will? Yes. It's yeah. definitely more symmetrical. Mm -hmm. And uh, everything's aligned. So right th things are where you expect them to be. Now, granted, it's all very dark in there. Uh -huh. The lenses themselves are mostly black. The the camera cutout itself, the whole rectangle, black also. So who, who knows how offensive it would have been in real life, in real use, if they did have to be scattered. You know what, Will? I could have lived with it. I wouldn't have been up in arms. With the... Yeah, with the scatter... Design. With the scatterville. Because, I don't know, there's something uh, utilitarian about it. If for whatever reason they were to tell me, look, we laid it out like this because it allows us to have a larger sensor or allows us to do this or that with the technological components. Lens science. Yeah, if there was some lens science that they could back it up and say, no, you don't understand. We had to move them in this particular way because they were, in, there was in, they were interfering with the performance of the other one or whatever. Then I'm like, all right, I can live. But of course... Ideally, if you can get the more pleasing layout, then then you take it. And that's what we have, of course, uh, rendered, visualized today. So you see three camera modules down the left-hand side and then another two to the right of that. Now, they all have a unique appearance to them, obviously, because they're representative of different camera modules. And so you're likely going to have your wide angle. You're going to have your standard, your zoom, and so forth. Five total. Did we find out yet? Is one of them a macro? Maybe that's a possibility. TOF, that could be in there. We have some beautiful 5K renders to at least analyze now. And yes, it's less messy than the original rumor. Does this make you an S11 Plus buyer now, Will? If it has more lenses, sure. Yeah, if it uh, has like a macro lens, it's got a, be down for that. It's got an Otis mode on it, Otis lens. Yeah. You take... You take uh, you were you went out in nature, didn't you? Uh, Over the holidays. Yeah. You were inside of nature. Yeah. Which is the best place to be. Mm -hmm. And what'd you do? You hiked around a little. Yep. It was good weather for that. Off leash with Otis. Off leash, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Willie do off the leash. <laughs> well, not me, but. <laughs> <laughs> the both of you. There were no leashes in sight. Yeah. The two Un of you were untethered just out there. It was it was above freezing, which was nice, and yeah. uh, and you were breathing the fresh air, which I think I mean that's what you got to do, as far as I'm concerned. If you get the opportunity, that's what you got to do. So, 
This S11, you just said it yourself. That's your next phone. Five cameras. You're going to get the best pictures of Otis possible when you're out there off leash. I hope so. So I don't know. We'll check it out. Looks pretty cool. It still isn't a tremendously large camera cutout as a whole, and it's going to take a while to get used to that. And I kind of wonder, you know where my head starts going, Will? It goes onto the wobble thing. When it's sitting on the table, mm. are we going to have a massive wobble there? What is the depth or the height, I should say? Mm. And then how's that all going to how's that all going to map out when you lay it down like that? Anyhow, I'll get used to it. It's crazy with these things how you get used to it. Like, for example, in the next story here, you have some renders of the upcoming iPad, the next generation iPad, iPad Pro specifically. And at first glance, that looks very bizarre. Hmm. When you see the new iPhone Pro, iPhone 11 Pro, camera module placed on an iPad, it gets you feeling all strange inside. Uh. And should it? Well, at first, maybe. And then over time, it's just another day at the office. Mm -hmm. It's just what it is. So it's a kind of a, it's a polarizing topic, the one of the iPad as the camera. Polarizing. Uh -huh. You got people on this side, you got people on that side. And no one can seem to agree whether or not an iPad is a camera. Should it be? Hmm. Could it be? Will it be? Now, there's a number of people who they just go out and use it. They just go out and say, I don't care. I'm out here at the... I'm out here at the Metro Toronto Zoo right now. And my iPad, that's a camera, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. It's taking and photos. They just bang. Pop, 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 pop. With the iPad blocking the view. And they love it. And they go in there and they're pinching and they're poking. Mm -hmm. And they got everything. The orangutans. The polar bears. Yeah. The giraffes. They got everything on there. Yes. What would you like to see at the zoo? Uh, man, I haven't been there in a really long time. I'm trying to remember what was the most uh, interesting. Uh, you know, the giraffes were not bad. They're huge. Mm -hmm. They're huge. They are. They're just eating. The, they're at the top of the trees. It's yes. a great vantage point for them. Yeah, yeah. They're so strange. What a, what a strange creature. The head is all the way up there. Yeah, that's a lot of neck. How, how many, how long is the, is, are they evolving to reach where they need to reach? It's incredible. Yeah. It's an unbelievable animal. You never saw that before? Yeah. When they, uh, wow. I saw when they had beef, they, they fight with their necks. Yeah, just swinging them around. Yeah. That's a, let me tell you something, that's a thick neck. <laughs> Yeah, it is. You don't want to be on the wrong side of that no, neck. No, no. Guy get, like you? You get batted away. Guy like you? Yeah. Bad news, guy like you. Yeah. I'm a baseball to them. Just get tossed around. Yeah. Their neck is a bat. You're dead. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, so it looks weird at first, but then you get used to it. Just like the last story, uh, when people first saw the renders of the iPhone 11 Pro, they were freaking right out. They were saying arachnophobia. Mm-hmm. Tryptophobia, all the phobias. What's tryptophobia? Is that a thing? Did I just make that up? Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. You're uh, an aversion to the sight of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps. Okay. Well, that's... Okay. 
that's probably more uh, likely what the case was as opposed to arachnophobia. But arachnophobia, of course, was a movie way back in the day. Yeah. It was supposed to be scary, and I don't think it was actually scary. I don't remember. It was scary. Was it scary? Yeah. Was it tarantulas and whatnot? Yeah. I never like had the thing. I'm not that. I don't. I don't see a spider, uh, and and I'm not afraid of a spider. Ugh. Oh, you are. Okay, so it, that's weird, isn't it? I mean, I don't. I'm not oh, saying I, I want to. I'm not saying I enjoy. I don't want to have my house full of it. You think it's a inconvenience more so than uh, just? Sheer I'll go a terror. step further. I think they're kind of cool. You think they're cool? I think they're kind of cool. Like, like I house spiders or tarantulas? No, all of them. Piece? All of them. I look at them. I check them out. Mm, it's a cool looking. Start petting them. I mean, they're all kind of wild if you think about it. You ever looked at an ant? Yes. I mean, yeah. they're working away. Yeah. They got a plan. They're putting a plan into action. It's very inspirational. Mm -hmm. They're tiny little guys, and they're always working. You ever see them lounging? You ever see a lounging ant? No, you didn't see Watching it. Netflix. Yeah, you never saw that. I haven't. You never saw that. Anyway. So this is the render. Now, the interesting part beyond the camera portion, which it would, I guess, make sense at this point for it to mimic the pro model of the iPhone and, uh, and see the improvements that that device saw. The back of the device, you notice, looks like the iPhone as well. So this particular render, also from OnLeaks, showcases the potential for a glass back iPhone. Sure. iPad. Apologies. iPad. We already have the glass back on the iPhone. So you see it has that kind of matte finish. That one even looks like it might be the green color. Uh, or maybe that's just a dark space, space age, space age, space gray. Ready for the space age. Uh, I don't think we'll see that. I mean, maybe some people want that. But, of course, the advantage in the, in the phone is you can get the wireless charging mm. with the glass back. You don't really need wireless charging is kind of wild, a wild concept on an iPad. Mm -hmm. So I don't perceive the glass backed iPad being a thing. It's totally possible. That's why it was rendered that way. But I think we're going to actually stick to the MacBook Pro aluminum that we're used to instead. But you can catch a look at it either way. So you're getting the new cameras, possibly a new material on the upcoming iPads. Uh, this is one you might have seen on Twitter if you happen to hop on Twitter. Oh, by the way. Uh, the holidays. We yes. just had the holidays, and we didn't even cover it. Well, we talked about you and what you were up to, but we didn't even really cover it. Yeah, what were so, you up to then? So No, I just mean for the people out there. Oh, okay. It's not about me, Well, Okay. I just mean for the people out there. You probably, uh, maybe you got some gifts. Maybe you shared a meal. Uh, maybe you sung a, sung a song. Some carols. A couple of tunes. Oh. Maybe you just threw some tunes on and you turned the volume up a little bit more than you normally would. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little can little candle like that. Mariah Carey getting uh, 500 grand a month. Or maybe, a song. Maybe Mariah Carey it's was like, involved. Uh, yeah, a month. Yeah. What are you talking about? She could that in five minutes. Yeah. How dare you? Sorry. Month. That's yeah, offensive. Yeah. She's upset with you now. Uh, so shout out everybody. Whatever you did. I don't know what you did. But uh, shout out to you. And we're back now. Yeah. And so that's uh, the reason I remembered that is because this story here is actually about, uh, well, here's the headline. This is not my headline. This is the headline from Daily Mail, which is uh, it's a tech website. You I don't see know what's happening right now? It's a tech screen? website. I don't know if you heard of oh it. You're getting, getting a couple of ads there. What am I looking at here? Daily Mail is the number one tech website on planet Earth. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, my God. 
You see that, Will? Can't you tell with all the ads coming up? For those people that are always criticizing Will for running the ad block for the show, this is what the show ends up looking like if he can't do it. It's not he doesn't want to support the ads on Daily Mail. It's just almost impossible to read the site given the fact that it's just banana town. Anyway, uh, ungrateful Twitter users complain about not getting $159 AirPods for Christmas as budget-conscious gift givers buy less expensive wireless earbuds instead. Uh, we just did this video, so I had to mention this. We just put this video out on Unbox Therapy, testing all the uh, cheaper budget versions of Apple's actual AirPods. A lot, a lot of people watch this video. You, get, you got to see me kind of compare the, all the stuff that's out there. Now, it turns out, man, we need to scratch the surface, Will. The surface was not scratched. I'll tell you what, because I started scrolling through this article here, and more importantly, the various Twitter posts of upset Twitter users who didn't get the gift that they want. Uh, naughty or nice, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town or he's not. A lot of people got something called Skypods. So I saw a number of posts with the Skypods. I think it's by a company called Uptech. But who knows? Look, you, you just type Skypod, you got 14 hits over there. Plus Skypod is a place at the top of the CN Tower with, with the observation deck. <laughs> so you can't keep it together with these names, but uh, we see the sound mates, the sound mat. We see the tr uh, billboard true wireless earbuds. We see the smart pods plus. We see the Sentry true wireless. And we see the Smart Pods Plus again, and then another pair of SkyPods. So here's the conversation. Here's what took place. These things have obviously blown up. It's all over the marketplace, as it would be. Budget-conscious shoppers exist. You know how it is, Will. Mm. Going through... Not a, you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to be mad that your mom couldn't afford. Obviously, she wants to get you the AirPods. Right? Yeah. She would love to get you the AirPods. She loves you. Mm -hmm. But she can't. It's not happening right now for her. Right? She can't put together the 159, and that's all right. So she comes with the Soundmates or, or, or whatever it is. Now, uh, would you prefer it to be AirPods? Sure. But you get on, on Twitter and you start uh, using the expletives mm -hmm. as you do on Twitter. I don't know if you've ever been on Twitter, Will. And it's like, hey, man, your mom might see that. Your mom's going to see that pose, possibly, or hear, hear it back. And I mean, then it's, then it's a couple of tears, and what are we doing yeah. here? Now, granted, I'm not trying to suggest I never put something on a Christmas list when I was eight years old. Yeah. So I'm not trying to pretend I didn't do that. I'm not trying to pretend I was never upset. But presumably, these people with Twitter accounts are relatively grown. I should hope. Yeah. Those look like grown-up hands. See, this is why I don't expletive the holidays now. I asked for AirPods and got this. And then... I hate it the shade, here. The shady face. I hate it here. What? So oh, it no. gets extreme, Will. And... But it also exposes the thing that we talked about in the video, which is the landscape of these AirPods alternatives is just... Well, it showcases two things. Obviously, the size of the market and the market opportunity, but second, the popularity and the trend set forth by the original pair. Uh -huh. That now, how do you even, who's even wearing regular headphones in this day and age? 
in 2019? Do you even reach for regular regular headphones? If if all of these alternatives exist, it showcases the popularity of that singular format in the first place. Mm-hmm. The future of all headphones appears to live somewhere in here. Right. And the degree to which people are upset also showcases how badly they want it. Because they can't even chill for a minute and say, I'm going to pick up an extra shift and just buy them myself. They well, they, they can't even get AirPods Pro in the U.S. now. They're all sold out, right? They, they were sold store. out the last time we talked about it. They're yeah. not easy to get, let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah. But regular AirPods you can get. And oh, most okay. of those ones we showcase were alternatives to the... Or not that we showcase, but most of them in this article are just alternatives to the regular. They didn't even talk about Pro. These people are mad they didn't get the 159 model. You think they're going to get the 249 model? Mm. <laughs> Crazy, man. You know, the older I get, Will, I don't want people buying me things the older I get. You know what I mean? I don't, I like to give gifts to people, but I don't, you know, I'm not trying to ask people. I'm not trying to tell people I need something. I mean, it doesn't have to be for everybody, but I'm just speaking from experience. Once, uh, once you get your own family and things like that, it just, I don't know. Yeah. changes a little bit or maybe you don't even need that maybe it's just time and experience on planet earth you recognize how things go it's just uh-huh. uh it's a bit when you're a kid you have no problem i want the thing make it happen mm-hmm. you know you zoom out a little bit you get older you start to realize what what the, what it's really about mm-hmm. you know what it's really about well mm-hmm. you share a meal you shake a hand you have a talk that's it yeah that's all it is yeah that's what, that's what we're doing here just hanging out, talking. End of the day. That's what we're doing here. So anyway, don't uh, don't get too upset about what you did or didn't get. Maybe you don't like these headphones too much. You can move on. It's no big deal. And and in my experience, most of them work all right. They're not AirPods fine, but most of them work. So it might be better than what, you're, what you got access to right now. I don't know. YouTube offers a teeny auto trim feature in penance for copyright sins. This, I like this. This is, this is really smart, okay? So obviously, there's a lot of uh, conversation in the YouTube world, YouTube community about copyright in general, how it all works, the copyright system, what it's intended for. Uh, I mean, we recently had a copyright thing on a clip that was out of the YouTube Rewind video, which all that stuff was cleared. Mm-hmm. And it turns out, the, the 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 claim was removed because it wasn't warranted but it's just it's a really complicated system and it's i mean it's an impossible system to figure out to manage to implement because you you, you just have this crazy amount of content being uploaded at all times and from so many content creators and from so many sources that aren't the original content creator then you have fair use and it's just bananas mm-hmm. it's like where does where and how does this approval process uh, take place? How does it work? Anyway, they got this new feature, which is this tiny little auto trim, which allows you, gives the uploader the opportunity to, to just remove the portion where the copyright infringement or the claim has been applied to. And this is really what's been missing because... It does seem a bit crazy. Let's say you have a video, and this goes in both ways in my experience, whether it's my content being re-uploaded or us uploading someone else's content. It it goes both ways. I like this feature from both sides. 
Because let's say we upload something that has somebody's content in it, and we really, we're not trying, most of the time we're trying to promote the original and get people to go watch it. But let's just say they're still not cool with that. Perfect. Here's, a, here's the, the best way so far that allows us to keep our original content up so people can still watch it and just remove that element quickly and easily and release the claim uh -huh. without issue. Now, on the flip side, same thing. If my stuff is uploaded in such a fashion that for whatever reason isn't what I would hope for or approve of, I don't have to rip down a person's entire video, but instead they can just go and take out that little tiny section. So some people are saying, look, it's, it's okay, it's good, it's better, but it's not perfect. Uh, it's not going to... It's a messy situation. You're trying to make something elegant out of a tremendously messy situation that probably will never be elegant. So we just have to become comfortable with that. But these little iterations and these tiny tools do make it easier. Now, YouTube has had some form of post-upload editor for a while, but this one sort of automates it by just giving you this auto-clip feature, which I think people are going to be able to, be more likely to use just because it's easy. Mm -hmm. So this is one of those situations in which it appears that uh, YouTube is listening and trying to find a way, trying to find a method, trying to find uh, some solution to the madness that's out there. And uh, hopefully those that are affected can start to take advantage of it. Like I said, particularly with this show, it's, it's happened really frequently. And in some cases, it's not even relevant to the, like the claim yeah. won't even reflect the content. You'll be looking at it saying, wait, the original, this person, this is a manual claim. This person's yeah, yeah. just got the wrong thing. And you'll go and click the dispute and then it'll be released. It's happened numerous times on this show. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, this this does look like a nice little safety net to have for a lot of content creators, particular, particularly content creators who, like this show here, are referencing other content all the time. Mm -hmm. So uh, the the way that it works, it allow it, it, unlike the old feature, the old feature allowed you to mute, trim, or swap contested audio with songs from YouTube's library. That that would work okay in certain circumstances if it was just the audio that was problematic. But this new one called Assisted Trim, it will remove the infringing content in the video with one click and automatically release the content ID claim at the same time. So no extra work. Oh, Just cool. as soon as the clip is gone, the ID claim, and if it's a strike or whatever it is, also goes with it. Huh. Very cool and very useful. So well done, YouTube, on that front. Uh, Rivian, the company we talked about on the last episode, they've got their own truck they've been working on it looks nothing like the cyber truck it looks a lot more like the like a typical truck but it is a high-tech electric vehicle they put out a clip i think it was on christmas day or maybe christmas eve i don't remember which day it came out but they showcased a really cool maneuver that their truck is going to be capable of and it started to trend a little bit on what on twitter i saw this clip getting passed around and it's called a tank turn and that's what you're seeing right here. It almost kind of wrecks your brain a little bit when you look at it. Like, wait a second. What is it? How is it doing that? And do you have any idea how it does that well? Yeah, I believe uh, half the wheels go forward and the half the wheels go back. Will he do? So it kind of just has that tank maneuver, right? So, is that right? So were you waiting for this moment? 
Like you're this morning, you're taking a shower, you got the shampoo going, and you're like, oh, he's going to try to hit me on the Rivian clip that was going. So let's get into the science. Yeah, I, I did check it out. I didn't see the science of it. But like, let's give it it's, uh, no, you were tapping right here. Yeah, like the I, meme. I had a chart going. You're like the meme. You're no, 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 the chart you were drawing on the on the on the shower window. Uh huh. Because it has like, the fog, and then you just like put the X's, and then really you're just playing tic tac toe with yourself. Myself, yeah, I keep losing. Really, that's all you were doing the yeah. whole time. Uh, yeah, it it moves power around between the tires. Uh, on a tank has a tank. It's, it's called a tank turn because tank has no no tires. It has tracks. Yes. And so it's really simple in that case because you have two tracks. One's moving one way, and they can it can turn uh, in a very well, the smallest radius possible, really. You, there's no need for a three-point turn. Mm. Now, the difference being when you're working with a track, you've probably seen this if you were driving around and you saw, like, a bobcat doing work or something uh -huh. uh, or a, um, an excavator or something. You know, some construction vehicle. Yeah, a caterpillar. You, you've seen these construction vehicles. Yes. And they can work in tight quarters, man. Just beep, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thinking. big part and and that's by the way jack's on the ones and twos today and he also prepared for this moment obviously he was taking a shower this morning same thing x's and o's losing every game but he knew we were gonna talk about this because he just shouted the main thing the main question people had which is wait a sec well first of all they're showing it off on the dirt and that's some nice slick mud right there well that's some slick mud it's all so, planned mud. Yeah, it's planned mud. And and Jack says, what happens on a pavement? No, you, you don't do this on a pavement. You chew up your tires. What are you doing here? You're uh, uh, burning out in front of people. Imagine Jack's doing that at the supermarket. <laughs> His groceries are flying out of the bed. Jack's like, tank turn. I'm like, geez, man, Jack, holy moly. I never saw you like this before. The uh, tires are shredded. Get There's it like together. Get it, get it together here. All, all of a sudden, his tomatoes are getting sliced <laughs> as they're flying in the air. He's like, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's got the, he's got the, he buys the tomatoes that are still on the vine. You know, uh, it's got the little vine yeah. between. There's a type that Jack buys. <laughs> and he carries it like that. He carries it like this out the store. Connoisseur. Yeah. And uh, sometimes he goes to the supermarket. They don't have the ones on the vine. He has to speak to the manager. That's the type of thing Jack would How do. How dare you? Yeah, that's the type of thing that Jack does. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it's a cool stunt. It, it's not for pavement, but the counter argument to the, yeah, it's not on the pavement thing is, well, they really want you to take the thing off road for real. And they want you to take it to the job site as you would. It's a truck. They want you to use it for work. And so... It's not uh, unimagined. Uh, you, it, it's not impossible uh -huh. that no. you could actually put this to use. Mm -hmm. Unimaginable? Is that what I was looking for there? It's not unimaginable. Uh. Wow, that's a lot of syllables. Yeah. Now, you could utilize this on a job site or off-roading. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's a cool trick. I like it. Uh, it makes you feel like you got a tank real quick, doing a tank turn. Speaking of electric vehicles, Elon, he's not doing any, any tank turns, but he's doing his own version of it by mentioning right around Christmas as well that they're going to add Disney Plus to the vehicles, to all the vehicles. Now, I haven't been following this particular thing very carefully. I don't own a Tesla, 
And but apparently their their entertainment setup is really widely used. It's a very important part of the vehicle experience. And part of the reason is because of the the way you charge these things. It takes some time. So so you can imagine you hit up a supercharger. You got a you got a few minutes to yourself here. Get this nice big monitor right there. You want to kind of do, you know, throw a little throw a little something on there. Watch a little something. It's connected. Yeah. Uh you don't have to you, you know you're hunched over your phone all the time. Plus the monitor is connected to a nice sound system. So you have yourself an experience while you're waiting for the charge. Kind of makes sense. Maybe uh I don't know, maybe it's one of those van life things, except you live in the Tesla. Now you got a high-tech entertainment system. There you go. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So they add Disney Plus, and they've been really aggressive at improving this, this in-vehicle entertainment. They've added uh, Netflix relatively recently. YouTube is on there. You can watch Unbox Therapy on a nice sound system. And just before Christmas, the latest software update threw Twitch on there into Tesla Theater, which is their entertainment setup and then now they're saying we're going to put disney plus on there as well now look this this probably isn't that complicated to support all these various services these all these services exist on other platforms you can get them on ios you can get them on android and i'm, I'm not really sure how closely related tesla's os is to something like android but you have to assume they make it relatively easy for these for this software to find its way onto those their in-car systems. So it sounds to me, for the time being, that they have a, a pretty significant advantage in the entertainment department when you look at that roster of things that you could potentially watch. Now, the question goes to you, Will. You're sitting, you're charging. Which Tesla are you getting, a Model 3? If you have to get one, probably get a Model 3. Probably the 3 because it's a nice interior. It's the most futuristic looking. Okay, so you get you, here. You are. You got the Model Three. You're road tripping. You're going to your sister's place for uh, some dinner. I don't know. Yeah. An event. Yeah. You're road tripping, and you got to hit the supercharger. So you pull in, and uh, you plug in, and you sit back down in the driver's seat. Here's your option. You got a couple of games on there. You could play. You got Netflix, YouTube. You got Disney Plus and you got Twitch. What are you gonna load up for your 20, 30 minutes you're sitting there? Hmm. Probably watch uh Netflix Irishman. Wow, okay. Yeah. Very specific, but uh, if you go for uh the Irishman on Netflix, that's gonna serve you for ten different charges. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You just keep catching up a little bit. Yeah. Every time you hit the super, because on the way there, maybe on the way back, you're going to be able to do it in segments. Yeah, yeah. Because to be clear, for those that it's, don't know, that's like three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it's three and a half. Yeah. And I haven't watched it yet, unfortunately, so I definitely got to go yes. through that. Anyway, it's it's cool. And increasingly, the entertainment system and the display sizes in cars has become an important characteristic. And, of course, what you can put on those displays also has to become an important characteristic. Mm-hmm. Colorado father and son are 3D printing a Lamborghini replica. And this is a cool story that had a little twist, a little twist and a little turn. Well, first of all, you're probably thinking to yourself, how do you, what do you, you 3D print a Lamborghini? Yeah, it's, it's incredibly hard work. They've been working on it for years. It's not even done yet. And it's, it's a painstaking process that they've been going through. Pet project. Uh, the dad is trying to teach the son about STEM and 
the idea of, well, 3D printing, uh, rapid prototyping, things like this. And so they decide to focus uh, on something that would be exciting for the Sun. Obviously, a uh, Lamborghini is squarely in that territory. Started, he was playing a video game racing Lamborghinis, and then the dad was like, what if we 3D print that? Now, a little bit more information on the actual vehicle. It is partly made of Lamborghini parts. So, it's, so there, there's some legit Lamborghini parts in there that have been sourced from classifieds and wherever else. And then the 3D printed components are, are kind of on the exterior for the most part. The engine, however, is a Corvette engine that, they, that they're trying to rig up in there. So the reason that's important for this story is because there was a development around Christmas time where Lamborghini found out about the project and decided to surprise the kid with an actual Aventador for the day to swap out the 3D printed project they were working on and weren't finished with an actual Aventador sitting in the garage. They're valuing it at $417,000. Aventador S for the day. And so the dad brings him out on Christmas. They pop the, they pop the garage door, and it's a real Aventador. And the kid's, Dad, what have you been up to? What are you doing here? But, of course, the kid also notices all the cameras are around, so he kind of knows exactly what's going on. The reason this is all very important, and they drove the car and they had fun, and it's a happy family, it's a happy story, and Christmas, Merry Christmas or whatever, <laughs> you know? But the reason it's important is because traditionally uh, with these Italian automakers, they're very uh, sensitive. They're very sensitive about anyone kind of working with their parts or making something that looks like, or even in some cases modifying the 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 vehicle that the person bought. So I remember Dead Mouse got in trouble for messing with his Ferrari. And he got, he actually got a letter from a lawyer on behalf of Ferrari saying, you can't, you got to fix up that Ferrari. You can't drive it around like that. And I was, I didn't even know that was possible. Ferrari sent Dead Mouse a cease and desist about his Ferrari. So he changed the name of his Ferrari to Ferrari. He painted it with the, Nyan cat on the side. And he was having fun, obviously. And I remember reading about this. This was all the way back in 2014. So there's a history of these companies being a bit sensitive about you modifying, changing, fabricating your own version of these, of these cars. So people are really happy about this story because Lamborghini took the high road. Mm. They didn't say... They easily could have said... Yeah, you got some Lamborghini parts, but you put a Corvette engine. We're really not happy about it. They could have taken that route, but they said, nah, you're having some fun. You're teaching your kid. We're going to participate. And I know they got a commercial out of it. They got a nice heart heartwarming video out of it. But oh. still, it showcases a level of uh, empathy, a level of uh, understanding. And humanness. Yeah. To say, hey, yeah, we get it. Okay, it's not, we don't have to flip our wigs here. Yeah. At Lamborghini, that's what they do, right? Yeah, A lot of I, don't, I don't even know what that saying means. Is this, I felt like, uh, I mean, I watched some of the 3D printing videos yeah. um, in the past. I feel like this is like a, a home printer, like a small one. 
in the video, yeah, they're just using it looks like an Ultimaker it's, or uh, yeah, 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 or Ultimaker. MakerBot. I don't know. It's yeah. it's definitely like easily those things access. print out like small little. I know, like prototypes. I know, it's crazy. And it's tremendous amount of work. They're not done yet. At this moment, they got the real Aventador for a day, but now it's back to work, and they got to continue with the with the construction, the fabrication of their actual 3D printed version. So. I like it. It's ambitious. It's a cool father-son project as well. So shout out to them and shout out to Lamborghini for also being cool. It's cool when people are cool and they don't get too sensitive and, and, and they don't uh, throw a tantrum. They could have thrown a tantrum, Will. They didn't. They embraced. They leaned into it. They said, okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I was just going to find the uh, YouTube channel. For the official one or the Lamborghini video? Because um, the Lamborghini the video is a project one. I, oh, okay, I totally yeah. I don't know where. That. I don't know. This probably linked in the article, but we're moving on though. Well, okay. People are gonna go look they'll, it they'll up. They'll figure it out. People are gonna go look it up. Starbucks. You can get a free Starbucks. So, uh, I just felt it was worth mentioning. You, the Starbucks is doing a promo right now for free. Nothing is free, Will. You never get anything for free. Yeah. See, this this wasn't free. They forced me to pay for it. Okay, I paid for that. I don't know, a few dollars. But they're actually giving a bunch away. I don't know, what are they celebrating? They're calling it pop-up parties. Are they celebrating something specifically? Starbucks is celebrating the end of the decade. But instead of champagne, it's giving coffee connoisseurs free espresso drinks. So this is just a dark roast. Okay. Espresso drink is twice the price of this. Uh-huh. So that's an even better freebie, as far as I'm concerned. And the way they're going to do it is up until December 31st. So we're filming this on, what is the day today we're filming this? 27th. 27th. Okay, so you got to, depending when you're watching this, you got a few days to figure it out. At over 200 Starbucks stores nationwide, they're going to have a thousand different pop-up parties. So I guess there's going to be multiple opportunities at these various 200 stores. And you can click on the website. It's starbuckspopup.com between the 27th and 31st. If you go, you get an espresso beverage, either hot or iced. And it starts at 1 p.m. local time. And you just get it for free. You don't have to, it's not one of these things where you have to buy anything. It's not one of these things where you got to use your Starbucks card code. It's no loyalty, nothing. You just get the free espresso beverage. Okay. So that's just a freebie for everyone. And I guess, I mean, in Starbucks case, they want to get you talking about it. And we're talking about it. So they get something out of it, mm -hmm. but you get a free espresso beverage. Those could be like four or five bucks. Oh, yeah. Which one would you get? What do you like? You like uh, an iced Americano, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's my jam. So that's that would be included. That's an espresso right uh, beverage right there. That would cost you a few bucks. And in this case, it wouldn't. So when you click on the... Uh, Starbuckspopup.com, you see the locations will be announced in six hours. So they have the different announcements. You gotta, it's they made, they try to make a game out of it. Give them some, you know, go easy on them. They try to make a game of, they got marketing people, Will. Mm -hmm. They got staff in a boardroom. One they, or two, yeah. Yeah. So they say, well, we gotta do something cool. And they put the website in, the cups are popping. And, and, and a guy like you might look at it and say, oh, this is just a corporate giant here. Pretending they're giving me something when I'm going to, over the course of the year, give them, you know, 
500 bucks or whatever you spend yeah. on uh, coffee over the course of a year. Well, yeah, there's that part too. Yeah. But for the next couple of days, you get a freebie. So take them up on it yeah. and, uh, and look for the pop-up location. I don't know. Whatever. Free Starbucks. Who can hate? I don't know. Someone will. Someone say, Starbucks ruining planet Earth. Yeah. Too many cups. Now Lou's talking about Starbucks. He ruined planet Earth. Yeah. The Earth is a fertile land. Cancel Lou later. Cancel it. Yeah. And meanwhile, I just look in an article and say, oh, it's a free, it's a free Starbucks. Nope, cancel. I just look at an article. I just say, oh, that's a cool, that's a cool thing. Yeah, hit up, yo, go get a free, get yourself a free espresso drink. Mm. Sick of his corporate, this corporate message. There's a cup on the desk. They forced him to say it. Greta's on her way. Yeah, he's come. Someone's got. She's, com she's coming. In a boat. Pay up. Yeah. She's like the mob. Did you say Starbucks? Yeah, man, it's hard. It's hard in 2019. I don't know. I'm just telling you about free coffee. Mm. Can't win. 2019, nope. you can't win. 2020, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. 2020, maybe it turns around. Maybe everybody's cool. Everyone's vision's cleared up. It's all optimistic. It's just optimism in 2020. Everybody looks around. They love each other. Mm -hmm. Everybody chills? No, probably no. not. Man keeps rock for years hoping it's gold. It turned out to be far more valuable. What? You got me with the headline. Crushed on the headline. I told you the headline, Will, and you said, ah, where do I click? You yeah. made that noise. Ugh. Mm. First of all, I said, take it easy. Second of all, I was just as intrigued as you were yeah. because you hope something's gold. What's better than gold? Especially when it's a giant thing like that. First of all, did you read this yet? No. Okay. I was going to guess. Okay, let's see what you got. Put a guess out there. Don't look down there. Don't look at the actual article. It's definitely a, a rare metal, right? Um, is platinum more expensive than gold? You a big platinum guy? Yeah. Uh. Is it platinum? F flexing out of control over there. Or is it uh, a meteor from space? <laughs> no. <laughs> Completely wrong. Is it? Jack, what's your guess? Did you... Uh... I think that was the guess. Okay. Yeah. That's a meteor, ladies and gentlemen. One of the biggest found... Okay. And one of the oldest, and one of only one of only a handful ever found in Australia. The the it's a giant. That's like thirty seven pounds. That thing. It's, it's incredibly dense, and it might be. Listen to how old this thing might be. Uh, it's in here. I promise. Thirty seven point five pounds. It pro it could have landed on the planet. Between 100 and 1,000 years ago, mm. for one. But then the object itself is even older than that. It's in here, I promise. Uh, researchers published a scientific paper describing the 4.6 billion-year-old meteorite. Ah! Yep. Ah! Will, I said 4.6 billion-year meteorite. It's very old. What's inside of it? It's just like a, it's just rock? It's full of meteorite. Is that, uh... 
Yeah, it's it's made Did of you? iron, a high percentage of iron, and uh, it's got crystallized droplets of metallic minerals throughout. Oh. Well, that thing was in space for four point six billion years, and then it just well, we're in space, and then it just and then it came plummeting down slammed into a spot in Australia and some dude picked it up recently. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's incredible. Jack was doing this motion, by the way. This is how Jack talks about cash. He just goes like this. He never says the word cash. He just goes, what about... He says, Lou. <laughs> uh, they didn't specifically say that. It's in a museum now. I don't know how it works, and maybe that's one of the tough things about the headline. If it's gold, the guy can just sell it, and it's worth a, a ton of money, obviously. And a lot of gold has been found in Australia, especially recently. But once it becomes one of a handful of meteors ever found at that scale in that location, then you're in the weird zone of donating it to a museum, and even though the science or something, and even though the thing is more valuable, more rare, do you get anything for that? It gets really strange. Yeah, because they kind of put the pressure on you. The guys show up at your house, you know, you got that in the garage or wherever you do, will, and then the guys show up, and they're the scientists, and they got the collared shirts, and they say, uh, you know, that meteor there you got in the garage there. Many generations to come, or they could learn from it. They should see it. They should know about it. We should have a nice exhibit for it. You Don't worry. You, we'll cover it all. That meteor there could be really put to good use for the community over there. And you're looking around. You know, you do the shifty eye thing. And really, they're just finessing you out of that meteor. Yeah. You're not, you can't go to the private market with that now. Because yeah. otherwise, you're a real jerk. You know that? Mm -hmm. Imagine you stare back at those guys and you say, you know what? care about these future generations you know what i care about I care about that lamborghini from earlier <laughs> that aventador four hundred seventeen thousand dollars. i'm about to trade my yeah. meteor for an aventador and a mac pro <laughs> the, the highest one. Well, they say excuse me sir we're talking about civilization the no, future no. of you man sir can we reason with you sir otis is peeing on it <laughs> we are men of science sir we are the men of science. No? No, I think you should leave now. It's, wow. That's my rock. That's rugged. So anyway, I don't know how much it... I don't know how much if they tried to put a value on it. It's really priceless, Jack, to answer your question. It's so rare that it's really priceless. Well, can't they just take a piece of it? <laughs> a piece of it? Yeah. Chop it? I mean... Oh, for the... Yeah, for, for the studies. Museum? No, or, it's not. No, Will. They, they have want, to have the whole thing. Yes. Why? It's, it's uh, okay, look at this. In a particularly um, amazing story we covered last year, one space rock took 80 years, two owners, and a stint as a doorstop before making it to a museum. They don't, you don't have these things inside of museums. This is only the 17th meteorite found in Victoria, which, which is where this one was found. You can't see specimens like this. You can't see a 37-pound meteor. Have you seen one in your life? No. See what I'm saying? You can't, so if you want to get people, you want to get those that next generation signing up for the sciences, signing up to work at SpaceX, 
or NASA or whatever, you gotta, this could be motivating. If it's just a small little piece, it's kind of, you've seen that before. Everyone's seen that little yeah. thing before. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway. He should be rewarded, you think? You think a he should get bit? something? But who get, who pays him? If he, if he donates it to the museum, because that's how it works with museums, it's for the public good. How do you, who pays him? Maybe he gets um, a pass for the year. Oh yeah, he can go to no. He can go to the museum whenever he wants. He can go to the museum whenever he wants. Uh, yeah. Okay, like fine. That. I'm glad we yeah. worked that. I'm glad we worked that out, Will. Because these scientists, they're going to come. In, they're coming to strong arm you. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Because he was expecting something. He was hoping it was gold. So he 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 wanted something. I know, but now he's the guy that found that. He gets his name on the plaque, and that's something. That's something. Yes. Uh, yeah. I he, agree. So I we'll agree. put his name on the plaque then. Yeah. We can agree. All right. Very well. That's it. We covered it all. Outer space. 4.6 billion years old. No big deal. We're all here. We're sitting here uh, worried about what people are saying on Twitter. We're worried about not getting AirPods oh. for Christmas and instead getting SkyBuds. And meanwhile, there's a, there's a, there are rocks floating around that are 4 billion years old mm -hmm. that don't care about you at all or your SkyBuds. And you got, you got a, what do you got? Another 50 years on the planet? What do you got? Uh... I would say 50. Yeah, you got 50 more years. Most. You want to talk about sky buds every day? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Some people on Twitter. You see what I mean? You want to spend the next 50 years talking sky buds or you want to talk about 4 billion year old meteorites? I don't know. You got a choice here. Yeah. You do. Jack's trying to close out here. <laughs> Jack, you can't close it out, man. <laughs> we're back now? So we were out and now we're back. And now we're back. Jack trying to close us out. See, that's the thing. Jack, he's, uh, he took Kirk's spot, and he's in a real rush. What do you, think, uh, you think you're in a drive-thru? What do you think this is? Uh, fast food over here? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, look, I don't care. You want to talk about SkyBuds? So be it. I'll talk about SkyBuds. I'll talk about a lot. Got a few words to choose from. So does Willie do. It's hard to get the guy to stay quiet. I mean, he's just throwing everything at me 24-7. And I just try to keep it on the rails because mm -hmm. God knows. You hand him the keys. Doomsday. He might end the show. Yeah. Just like Jack. <laughs>